0: Hi, and welcome to the Be Awesome Podcast. I am Mayuda Rao, your health manager to help you become your most awesome self. On this World Mental Health Day, we have the fabulous Dr. Ushi Mohandas on the show today with us. Ushi is a medical doctor, a behavioral scientist, and an expert in mental and holistic well-being. Welcome to the show, Ushi. Well, thanks, Mayura. Thank you so much for having me. Let's kick off our conversation today with a question that's on all our minds. Mental health conversations have come to the forefront this year and people are sitting up and finally thinking about it. Let's address the obvious question first. Why haven't we paid enough attention to mental health before?
1: Uh, Well, because, you know, people take the brain for granted. And just because one cannot really touch it or it's not much spoken about, one cannot really you know, understand too much about it as a lay person. I think people just take it for granted that it's doing its own thing. And it's inside that hard case called the skull. And so it will manage itself. And they don't realize that even when you're sleeping, your brain is actually working 24 bar seven. So people think when you're sleeping, your brain's also sleeping. And these guys don't understand that there's an organ out there which is responsible for every single thing that happens in our body. And they don't understand that the reason the body is functioning so beautifully is because the brain is actually looking after the body and the brain is really doing what is necessary for the body. And you know what, from every single thing that we eat and drink, that we think that we are doing, you know, it's like the fuel to the brain and that fuel makes a hell of a lot of difference. So in the initial stages, when you're actually pouring in the wrong fuel, you don't feel too many effects, but in the long run, if you're really suffering from chronic diseases, chronic pain, chronic inflammation, lifestyle diseases, all these modern, great high sounding diseases, diabetes, depression, and all these big, big words that come in with the D, you know, at the end of the day, It's like buying an expensive car and uh, you can operate that only on premium fuel. So these guys end up putting kerosene into a premium car. And at the end of the day, you suffer. And when you suffer and you don't get any relief by having hundreds of medication, you know, going on what we call the doctor pilgrimage, where you keep running doctor to doctor, then you become a serial doctor consulting where you run from clinic to clinic. And then suddenly, you know, you discount all of the medicines, all of the doctors, and you become holistic. You know, after everything, people realize that we should have taken care of our brain right in the beginning. And I'm very sad that whenever somebody does a nutritional program, very few think about the brain. Whenever somebody goes to a workout or wants to lose weight, very few people think about how the diet influences the brain. And there's enough and more evidence, uh, which is there through research to prove that, you know, your body is an extension of the brain and not vice versa. The common myth, Mayura, is that brain problems happen only when you go old. Uh, And people think that it's a very natural part to lose your memory. It's a very natural part to, you know, lose your focus. It's a very natural part to become impulsive, lose your temper, because finally you're going old, right? So they don't understand what degeneration is. It starts 20, 20, 30 years before it actually shows. And when we take care of the body, that's why people say eat well, eat the right things. Because when we give the body great nutrition, right, the brain functions Mm -hmm. to its optimal till your death. What's the first step towards addressing this issue? The first step is to become aware. And when you say uh, become aware, we need to take care of our breathing. We need to take care of all our senses. We need to also take care of what we think because all of these things together, your physical body, your thinking process, your breathing, uh, your heartbeat, all of these things convey signals which are very strong to the brain. And like I said, uh, what you eat is really important. What you drink is really important. And I believe that at some point, if you don't ingest the right things consciously with awareness, then I think that you're heading the wrong way because, you know, it's just not going to, it's going to worsen your regulations. See, the body completely runs on chemicals, Mayura. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your entire function, your entire existence, your entire repair, regeneration, all of this works on chemicals and water. The chemicals come in from the hormones and what you eat. And uh, the water comes in, obviously, from what we're drinking. Now, I believe that uh, a lot of studies, multiple studies have found a great correlation between uh, diets that are very high in sugar and brain function. Diets that are very low in sugar and brain function. Uh, studies have also found out that people living in certain you know, countries or people subjected to diets like the Mediterranean diet Uh, and the Japanese diet, uh, you know, their depression, you know, the the risk for depression is about 20 to 30% lower than the the common people. Uh, People who eat, uh, end up eating too much of processed food. People who end up eating too much of cereal, too much of sugar, uh, too much of refined uh, starch. So, you know, there are differences in people. If you find somebody very happy all the time, it's not genetic. It's primarily because of the fuel that's going in. If you find people energized all the time and if you find people who you feel very comfortable around, it's because the fuel that they ingest is very different from the fuel that we ingest. Right. So The gut is actually really one of the big keys to your health. So they say the gut is the second brain and the calf is your second heart. So it really means that you know, you need to take care of these two organs very well because that's why they ask you to lie down with your legs up for 15 minutes a day because you have reverse blood flow. Your calf gets excited. And at the end of the day, you know, every organ, especially your tummy, it gets vascularized. So there are many thing, things. Uh, it's not just one thing, but I would say food is one of the most important things. What you eat and drink makes you. And it's it's very, very important that you're conscious about what you're doing because it's not like... One rule for all, I think every body type is different. Every metabolic rate is different. Everybody's fat indices are different. So we need to have active neural pathways if we need to be happy. And those neurons are produced in certain areas of the brain, Mayura. Not to sound too Mm -hmm. technical, if they can just remember the word hippocampus, I think 90% of the problems begin with destructions of the hippocampus. It's very slow. It takes about 15 years to show up. So if we start now, the entire crux of all the problems is the body getting inflamed. And when you say inflamed, it just means that uh, because of certain toxins, which the body is not able to eliminate quickly, there is something called oxidative stress. So when the body uses oxygen, you have some byproducts. We're not able to get rid of it. They start circulating in the body and they have certain target organs for you. It may be your stomach. For me, it might be probably my lung or liver. So you know, there can be issues with different organs based on the targets that your body decides. In today's world, no one has time and I think that's a real bad sign. I think maybe 15 minutes of conscious time to look after your body and brain. I think it would take you a long, long way. It, It keeps you healthy, but most importantly, it keeps you happy. And these two are very interconnected. Absolutely. You know, I've
0: been accused of using my body as a vehicle for my head. And when I was told that, I kind of thought about it. it. It literally made me stop and rethink what I was putting in as fuel. Because I read this a while ago, that you are what you eat. And it's taken a few years for me to really understand the consequences
1: of that. Uh, Mayura, you know what? Uh, I, would, I would just tell anybody who's listening to us start paying attention to how eating makes you feel. And uh, every single thing that you eat, maybe you should just pay about five minutes of attention to how it makes you feel. So it's not just then, but the next day also you should monitor how you're feeling. So what happens is whenever people come to me, I tell them to eat a clean diet for one week. Okay. And that means cutting all processed foods and sugar, basically, just for everyone's understanding. So, when you cut all processed foods and sugars for one week, you just let me know how you're feeling. And that's a great monitor and a great way to start. And then, when you introduce foods back into your diet one by one maybe starch, uh, maybe vegetables, uh, maybe if you're a non vegetarian, meat, particularly fish. Uh, if you are introducing, say, seeds, legumes, if you're introducing dark green leafy vegetables, you need to understand how you're feeling because not everyone feels good. And when you don't feel good, it's very important for you to develop your own eating guide. And it doesn't mean, you know, the calorific value and counting 10 calories and 20 calories and all that. I'm talking purely about the quality of what you're eating Nutritionally, and I think it's really really important because the only two things I would ask people to just cut down on one is processed food, the second one is I would say dairy and high fat products. And when I say high fat, I don't mean omega 3. Uh, An avocado is doable though, it's high fat. Uh, It's important to nourish and protect the body and the brain. People do either you either do protective and you don't nourish or you just keep nourishing and you don't protect so we need to understand that you know your entire brain function and mental health depends on the nutrition and balance it's not just you know how you eat it's not just lots of something and less of something but eat with awareness and do everything in moderation i would not ask you to cut off sugars completely i would ask you to have it in moderation and there are some types of sugars where you know it would be a better substitute but that doesn't mean that because i don't have one teaspoon of sugar i'm going to have a whole tablespoon of jaggery and these are mistakes people make because you don't know how your mood your energy your entire body and brain responds to food mayura
0: i hope you know at least i'm inspired by this right so what would be my first step like, I lost the idea of I'm, either I'm being over-nurturing or over-protective. Like, how do I th- start about finding the right balance?
1: So I, I would, uh, you know, recommend that, you know, you start by, like I said, just watch your body for about two weeks. Um, right. I would say, uh, you know, when you're eating your sugars, when you're eating your processed foods, uh, whenever, you know, you're having, say, a glass of milk, uh, maybe a whole bowl of curd, uh, you need to really start watching your body. When I say watch your body, uh, just look at, are you constipated? Do you feel like going more often to the loo? Uh, do you feel restless when you're sleeping? Are you sweating some more? Um, do you feel any kind of extra sounds in your tummy? Uh, do you find weird aches and pains uh, in your body? For example, uh, maybe you know in, in your hands and legs, uh, maybe in your joints. Are you experiencing some kind of pain? And I I, I just keep telling people that just watch yourself. Also, watch your mood very carefully. When I say, are you a morning person or are you a night person? Do you feel exceptionally sad when it's cloudy? Uh, Do you feel very happy when it's sunny? Do you like the mornings better or the nights better? Uh, Do you get up very early in the morning or do you prefer to sleep till 12? So, you know, these questions actually. They teach you a lot about your own personality. And a lot of eating is associated with your persona. A lot of what you eat and how you eat is basically who you are. So once you have the awareness, you would understand what you're doing. And then with the help of a professional, you'd be able to understand what should I do more of and what should I do less of. Start with watching what you eat. Start with how you're feeling. Make notes of how you're feeling. Uh, Awareness is the first key, Mayura. Once you're aware, then you can start making notes of what you're doing and see Mm -hmm. areas with an expert as to where you can tweak it. So we need to generate happiness chemicals. And when you generate that, you have what we call relaxation. You have mood stabilization. You also have pleasure through your dopamine. And it's very important that, uh, you know, we encourage loving bonds with other people. And most people who are not brain healthy, they isolate themselves. They like being alone. They like, you know, snuggling up in a corner. They get irritated with people around them. So that's another sign people need to look out for. Do people irritate you all the time? Right. So, you know, it's it's all about feeling happy, right? So a lot of people actually, they don't understand that, you know, yeah, if I shop, I feel happy. If I eat, I feel happy. You know, I have this craving for something. I, I hear these words all the time. So we call it coping emotionally. You know, your, your body is just tickling you to do the wrong things. And the only way in which it does that to you is through these funny feelings. So, uh, you know, it's, it's actually a very complex secretomotor motor function. So I'm not Hmm. getting into being a doctor, but I would just say that everything is based on chemicals. For somebody who is seeking help, what kind of, you know, what are the
0: qualified professionals out there who can really help someone make a change and make a difference in their lives? Yeah,
1: yeah. So so choose somebody uh, who's not by virtue. You know, I'm not against people who are not qualified, uh, people who have experience, etc. But I would say that choose somebody who's got a practice and who has experience. Uh, Choose a nutritionist, uh, choose also a properly qualified counselor or a therapist. If you don't have a person, you don't necessarily go to a doctor all the time. Uh, The reason I'm saying this is because if you have insulin resistance or if you have deficit of insulin, one must be really careful because you might be changing the entire metabolism. Wonderful. Ushi, that, that almost
0: makes me do a reset and rethink about the way I'm dealing with my own food and uh, diet habits. First thing that I'm starting is my own diet journal and my health journal, like how am I feeling after eating. Thank you so much for that input. I love it. There you have it, folks. Only you can control what you put inside you. So make the awesome choice as often as you can. Mental health is not a destination, but a journey. It's about how we drive and not where we're getting to. Thank you for joining us on the Be Awesome podcast today. Yes, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Mayura.
0: A pleasure as always.